Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. I got my first real six... Good morning, Monday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Brian Adams, summer of 69, kicking us off this morning. Hope you are keeping well. You can reach out to me about anything at all. WhatsApp and text lines are open 86 1-800-658. You know, I love to hear from you. And it seems that so many people, thousands of people in Ireland and all around the world took part in Darkness into Light over the weekend. And I knew this was going to happen when I was chatting to Tom McAvoy last week about this, that it would just be this big event this year, you know, a big sort of coming together and you know, a nice celebration in some ways of coming together again and obviously remembering those who have lost loved ones uh, in the in the process of the last couple of years, uh, particularly. And um, I have to say, our own Seamus and Chris played a blinder. They really did. Broadcasting from 3.30am and she, I was talking to Christy this morning and he says, I got this phone call at like around four o'clock from Seamus and I couldn't believe that he was ready to rock and he wanted to kind of take part in it, which was lovely because Chris thought he was going to be broadcasting on his own. And it was lovely that he, they, he joined in and they had a great show featuring really so many people all around this neck of the woods, as well as um, Tom from Pieta House joined them as well. And which was lovely to have him on the line and also uh, there was the first uh, group of kayakers on the Boyne who decided to do a very different slant on the darkness into light, which was lovely as well. So they were chatting to them. But what really stood out about this was, you know, the lads every morning, they're always on messing and having the crack and entertaining and waking us up and getting us kind of in good form for the day. But there was a different vibe, wasn't there, on, on Saturday morning because, you know, they sort of spoke about their own experiences, you know, just coming on the radio every day and, and having the crack and sort of, I suppose, putting their own feelings and things that's happening in their own lives. We often leave that stuff outside the studio door and come in here. And they said, you know, that can be tough. That can be tough sometimes. And 
in fact, they showed a different side to themselves, a kind of more vulnerable side and an honest side as well of kind of how they feel. You know, sometimes it's not easy getting up and being, you know, full of the joys of it all the time. So I, I really thought that was lovely that they did that and and, and really kind of, it, it sort of added to the theme really of what was going on for, for Darkness and Light. And it was quite powerful uh, that they opened up in the way that they did. So fair play to them. Huge money, no doubt, has been raised. I think it was over three point something million at some point. I'd, I'd imagine that a lot of the, the money is still being tallied up at this stage, but it was such a huge event and a great, great achievement. And we loved hearing from all of you who took part in it as well. And uh, we had images on social media. It was just lovely to see so many people around here taking part in this. It's so important. It really is so important that we shine a light. And, you know, when you look at an event like Darkness into Light, we really have come such a long way uh, in terms of, you know, getting rid of this stigma around mental health and taboo issues. And, you know, even at home in our own house with our children, we're very open about it. We might say, you know, look, mommy's just not having a great day today or daddy's not having a great day. Oh, why? What's wrong with you? Well, I don't feel great in my mind or, you know, and I and I think... There is a responsibility, you know, as us on parents to not shelter our children from that, you know, and to kind of start, break that cycle, isn't it? Break that cycle of kind of shutting down conversations about mental health, instead opening up and kind of going, I'm not doing too great actually today, you know, um, sorry if I'm a bit off with you, but you know, I'll be okay. Mammy just needs to take some time for herself or daddy needs to take some time for himself and we'll be okay again. And I think that's really important. And this is what's happening. This is what's happening with the likes of Darkness into Light. You know, people taking part in this, people opening up and saying, well, I lost somebody maybe to suicide or, you know, I've gone through my own mental health difficulties. And often it's the people that you least expect. And this is again part of it. This is again part of it. And it's to kind of really raise awareness that nobody's going through this darkness alone. There is light. It's about reaching out and talking to other people. And I have to say, fair play to the lads uh, uh, on Saturday. They really did such an amazing job. And all of the money going to Pieta House, an amazing organisation around the place. And in keeping with our mental health team today on the show uh, there's an interesting study I love a study I haven't done a study in a while uh, so I'll be bringing you a little bit of research on social media and mental health and that throughout the show also I'm very excited to be chatting uh, once again um, about this issue of the menopause but in a lighter sort of way because menopause the musical too yeah it's uh, there's a sequel that's coming to the TLT we'll be giving you the details of that throughout the show as well now let's get back to the music here is John Legend here's John Legend all of me on LMFM's 11 to 1 this week is Celiac Awareness Week and we will be chatting a bit about this throughout the week on the programme but the lovely David who's a regular listener to the show sent me in some information that people who are on a gluten free diet might be interested in he says it's a new drink it's called White Claw and it's for people who are gluten-free. So it's a uh, sparkling water. There's distilled alcohol and watermelon in this drink. Never heard of it. Apparently it's new, just launched. So there you go, people who are on a gluten-free diet. I'm always looking for little bits and bobs that I haven't tried. So thank you so much for that, David. There's also news uh, in terms of gluten-free people. And I've never done this, right? And this is a monumentally annoying task, right? But essentially, if you're on a gluten-free diet, in, and if you're organised and not like me, 
you're supposed to keep all of your receipts, okay, for your shopping, where you do, you know, all your gluten-free breads and pastas and all the rest of it. And this is supposed to be a way of you getting tax back with regards to this. It's tedious. It's a tedious process. But Fergus O'Dowd, uh, our local TD, he has been on the case with regards to this and there is some new news around this and making it a bit easier. Uh, so <laughs> I'll be talking about that as well throughout the week and we will be hearing from the Celiac Society of Ireland all about gluten-free and, you know, raising awareness of celiac disease because there's so many of us, there's so many of us out there that actually aren't diagnosed properly and that's another issue with regards to that as well. Um, we will be chatting about that, as I say, as the week goes on. Now, going to take a quick break and after that, we're back with music from Smiles and I want to tell you about a new experience that I tried out at the weekend. 11 to 1. Their smiles, love grows where my rosemary goes on LMFM's 11 to 1. I had a new experience over the weekend. I did, yeah. Regular listeners to this show will know that me and sport do not mix at all. Not only do I not play it, I don't watch it and I haven't a clue about it, okay? (laughs) So, I found myself yesterday at my first ever GAA football blitz. Yes. Now, don't panic. I wasn't playing. My God, no. But after some encouragement, my son, who didn't really want to play initially, you know, he got got on the pitch, right? So he takes to the pitch... And I transformed into that obnoxious parent, you know, on the sidelines. I became that person, you know. I thought I was being very encouraging, but no. I realised things like, look alive! What are you at? Stop chatting! Look at the ball! Get in on them! All these things came from my mouth. (laughs) Mid kind of flight, I was like, wow, this is... Turn up for the books. What has happened here to me? At the end of the day, the child is only five. <laughs> you know what I mean? First ever time he's on the pitch and this is what I turn into. I was so proud though. You know what I mean? I was delighted with him. He was in goals at one point. Cue more shouting from me, but he was great. He was absolutely brilliant. But he gets back into the car and he says to me, listen, ma'am, if you're going to come to more of these matches, could you stay quiet, please? <laughs> Mortified he is by his mother shouting on the sidelines. But I have to say, even though this was like a group of under seven year olds, I was all about this. I was all about this game. I really was. And I got thinking, oh my God, could you imagine if like, you know, I actually played myself or heaven forbid, actually watched a proper game or something. What would I turn into? Anyway... Be warned, I am that parent. You know, you'll see me on the sidelines roaring a chicken with child. God love him. He's only in for this, you know, in, in years to come. Couldn't believe it, but I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Not so sure about my five-year-old, though. You two there, beautiful day. I was reading a story this morning. Apparently Bono and the Edge from U2 performed in a makeshift bomb shelter in Kiev following an invitation from uh, Ukraine's president. So they there was a little viral clip. It said it's viral at this stage of them performing Benny King Stand By Me with Ukrainian soldiers. And they said, you know, that they've um, been there to, to sort of show solidarity with the Ukrainian people. And he said, you know, uh, Bono said there's really no place uh, in the whole world that we'd rather be today than in the great city of Kiev. And um, he's, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's kind of, 
is what you, t- you two do, don't they? They reach out in, in times of great crisis like this. So, you know, I suppose a, lo- a lot of people were kind of waiting to see would they actually go there? So they did. They did. Uh, and the clip is going viral at this stage. We we're talking about um, mental health earlier on and getting a message in on 086-1800-658. Sinead, it's refreshing to hear people opening up all over the weekend. I never suffered too much with my mental health, but after the pandemic, I can't explain it, but I went into a very dark place and never felt pain like it. I finally think it's time to reach out. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's, and that step is monumental. Do not underestimate how monumental that step is in reaching out to somebody. It's huge, massive, massive. But I promise you, when you do things will start to change. Uh, And myself included, you know, I've been open on this programme about my own experience and going to therapy and speaking to somebody when I went through various issues myself. And I think this is part of it. You know, we need to kind of just keep the conversation going and kind of saying, you know, yes, uh, I'm not doing great. I need to go speak to somebody. I need to maybe... um, you know, maybe even go on medication, depending, depending on your situation. Again, I I had a combination of both medication and talking to somebody. And uh, I think a lot of this is, you know, to do with, we do lead very kind of stressful, hectic lives. There's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves as well, you know, outside kind of pressure from, you know, different things. It could be to do with, you know, people in our group that are doing X, Y and Z and you feel like you don't measure up the same way. It could be, you know, on social media, you feel you don't measure up or, you know, there's this like kind of constant hustling, isn't there? I need to be doing this, 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 this and this. And we don't take time to just kind of go, let's calm down and just sort of assess and just be silent and just kind of quieten down and take some time out for ourselves. And with this in mind, an organisation that is doing wonderful work uh, locally and nationally at this stage, um, so sad, they are uh, running a very, very cool event actually I'm really looking forward to this it's Ladies Day at Ardgillen Castle it's on the 22nd of May and it's kind of a pampering day there's going to be inspiring mental health talks there's going to be music fashion show all of this is going to be happening over the course of the day I'm going to be chatting now to Siobhan Murray she's uh, working in social media and fundraising and PR and events for So Sad she's going to tell us all about this great day just after these 11 to 1 In our hectic, busy lives, it's so important to look after our mental well-being. And one of the best ways that we can do this is to take time out for ourselves and do something for just us. With this in mind, So Said Ireland is hosting a special Ladies' Day at Ardgillen Castle with plenty of pampering, inspiring mental health talks, music and a fashion show. And organisers are hoping women from all over the North East will attend. This Ladies' Day event is the perfect way to start your summer off on the right note with some self-care. Joining me now to tell us more is Siobhan. Murray. She works in fundraising, PR and events for So Sad. How are you doing, Siobhan? Hi, Sinead. Thanks so much for having us again. Oh, it's great to have you because when this event landed in my inbox, I thought, what a great way to spend a Sunday. Tell us, where did this idea come from? This idea was brought to us by a lady called Sarah Rowan um, and she had a great idea to pretty much open up our Gillen Castle um, and have an event dedicated to ladies. Um, and with that, there is a fashion show with really amazing fashion designers such as Claire Garvey. Um, Sarah Rowan also has her uh, designer line in it as well. And we have amazing, amazing um, inspirational speakers inside the castle as well as one-to-one therapies um, such as reflexology, sort of the holistic side of things mm-hmm. too. Um, we also have a bit of salsa and zumba on the front lawn. Oh, <laughs> lovely. 
as well. So it, it really is a day for everything to really explore kind of your mind body as well as really, you know, bringing out the beauty side of it and fashion too. Um, so, so we're going to be teaming for all areas here, which, which is brilliant. Oh, yeah. And, and totally. you know, we're, we're talking a lot about this and this is something that I bring in a lot on this programme. And look, I'm slowly but surely getting there myself when it comes to this, Siobhan. But uh, I'm yeah. really bad at taking time out for myself. And, and self-care is so, so important. This is such a great way to, to kind of tap into that idea of self-care, isn't it? Absolutely. I heard you earlier on speaking about, you know, mummy might need a, a day away and, mm. you know, we may need a day away and, and it's so true um, and to have a day dedicated to kind of exploring every genre of uh, well-being for a woman this day in particular is a ladies day um, I just think it is so important to kind of dedicate that time to yourself and sometimes it's hard to know what to do and there is there is great options out there really um, you know even if it's not a day that you're that you're going you can always reach out to our services too yeah um, you know, because we, our head office is in Drogheda. We have our, our offices open all the time. We have a 24-hour uh, helpline at the moment and we actually have a messenger um, service too that's open from 8pm till 12am. Um, so like that, you know, reaching out, I know you mentioned that before earlier on, it's, it is a really, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a really positive step in is. the right direction of getting the, the help and, and it is there. So, and no doubt as well, you know, a lot of your, your volunteers there, Siobhan, will have heard uh, people that, that, you know, finally do get to the phone saying, I've, I've, it's been a long time, I'm, I've been kind of grappling with ringing you, but I finally have done it. You know, this, this yeah. happens a lot, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a huge step um, to make. And when you do it, though, it, it, it really is. It does just bring a lot more, you know, strategy and sort of positivity into mm. your life um, and it does help and look the, some people don't know that it's there but it is there and this week especially it's Mental Health Awareness Week with the Mental Health Foundation so um, we hope that a lot of people will you know take time out for themselves um, and you know do do things that make you happy and that's it exactly and you yeah. know uh, over the weekend I actually I went into I was going to the library with my son and I, he ended up picking up his books and he was off in the kind of children's section and I wandered off and it was weird because this book uh, by Oprah uh, jumped out of the shelves and it was kind of like you know it was kind of based around a column that she used to do in her own magazine and it was all about you know things that I know for sure and it's like how, reading a hug if a hug from a book if you could get one that's what this book is like but for me like you know self care is about like saying you know getting a book like that a nice yeah. cup of coffee in a room of my own and it's just bliss it's just lovely yeah. are there yeah. stuff like that that you do or what do you do for self-care for myself um i would do i would meditate yeah <laughs> if i had if i had a time to just get into a room like you and just meditate that that would be that's my time away yeah. um i love going to all the holistic retreats and things like that myself so that's why i'm super excited about attending this um this event ladies day event because it was totally brought to us by sarah she's a volunteer and um, we're just helping her kind of on the side of uh, spreading it on our side but mm-hmm. she's put amazing work into this and so sad really do depend on uh, the time of volunteers like Sarah. So we really do appreciate any fundraising efforts. Um, but this day is going to be really, really amazing. It um, is, as you said there, you've, you've tapped into some of it there. I know Nicola Connolly-Byrne, she's one of the speakers. Yeah. I love this woman. I am positive mindset. She's brilliant. Yeah. She's one, just one of, of a few speakers, isn't she? Absolutely. Like we, 
there's so many people speaking at this. Um, we have Nicola Conley-Byrne, like I said, Amanda Delaney, Louise Quinn. Um, we also have the Sister Sheds, which is amazing. Um, I, this is my first time hearing about this. Tell us a little bit about this now, the Sister Sheds. I love this. Yes, now Sarah got these ladies on board. They're a, a complete support system for women in Ireland. Um, Shireen and Rachel yeah. are the ladies. Um, I'm sure you can find them on Instagram as oh, well. I'll definitely they be looking be, them up, yeah. Yeah, they, they work positively with all of the ladies to support, listen to the story of their life and, and have a chat basically, which is um, amazing. Um, you know, it's a, it's a local service there that they provide um, so yeah, they'll they'll be speaking on the day, as well as um, I tapped in a bit about the fashion show with yep. Claire Garvey Couture. Um, we also have Karina Cunningham of Style Warriors, and um, she does amazing period pieces. Um, oh, for all the fans of the Bridgerton, you know what I mean? Absolutely, all these- <laughs> yeah. Um, we also have master classes, and there'll be market stalls there, which um, like. Uh, Solistic is a is a market who sells like angels angel. Um, crystals and oh, very good. everything like that. She's a, a lovely lady who supported So Sad for a long time. Um, but we have a, a lot of things going on throughout the day, as well as the one to one therapies um, with card readers and, and holistic therapies like Reiki as well. So there's so, loads. There's so much really in this is. day. You've jammed in here from 11 a.m. to 6. How can people yeah. get tickets then? So uh, you can go to Eventbrite and once you type in our Gillen Ladies Day, It'll they're available up. there. They're 40 euro, yeah. Um, and all funds will go to So Sad. Uh, so yeah, it's, yep. it really is. It's an amazing day on the 22nd of May. Um, and yeah, like that, we do really, we depend on the, the generosity the and, and the yeah. time that Sarah Owen has put into this. So yeah. We will be so looking forward to this. Mark the calendar, 22nd of May at Ardgillen. Siobhan, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. Thanks a million. Siobhan Murray there. Oh, sounds, it just sounds lovely. I mean, I re- read the whole thing here, you know, it really sounds amazing. So you've got like the gorgeous uh, surroundings, first of all, of Ardgillen Castle. You've got the likes of Nicola Connolly Byrne. You've got Amanda Delaney. You've got Louise Quinn. You've got the Sister Sheds. You've got yoga. There's uh, also uh, going to be music from a uh, local uh, mead lady, Leah, Leah Barnville. Um, also, there's going to be DJ Saz Higgins and Sister Denise O'Rourke. The fashion show, as we mentioned as well, all of these holistic therapies. The pampering starts on arrival. You're going to receive a glass of Prosecco and a goodie bag. Sign me up. Sign me up to this. 22nd of May from 11am to 6. You can find more details as well on this on sosadireland.ie. 11 to 1. There's Lady Gaga with Poker Face. Where do all the lost socks go? I think that's a mystery. It's going to remain a mystery, but there is a day to lost socks. Going to be chatting about this now in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day in 1941, British intelligence at Bleachley Park breaks the German spy codes after capturing Enigma machines. This was all down to largely Alan Turing, who was a highly influential computer scientist and cryptanalyst. He developed the Turing machine and basically he broke the 
code, saving so many lives. And today is Lost Sock Memorial Day. Yeah, you put a pair of socks in the wash. When the wash is done, one is vanished. It's a mystery. It's remained unsolved. Where did the other socks go? Well, we don't know the answer. But what we can do is hold a Memorial Day. It's a Lost Sock Memorial Day. You just weep for the socks that have been lost in the washing machine. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Apparently 1.3 socks creep off to somewhere else every single month. Every month. Somebody has done the statistics on this, which is just bizarre altogether. Where do they go? Is there an alternate re- universe? And in that alternate universe, are they now celebrating Lost Sock Day as well? I don't know. It's a mystery. Where do the lost socks go? Who knows? Well, I don't see there's a picture of this, Addicted to You. News at 12 is approaching and after that, hot flushes, emotions all over the place. The joys, yeah, the joys of menopause explored in Menopause the Musical 2. We're going to be chatting to actress Chrissy Rock after 12. 11 to 1. On air online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. That's Coldplay, Viva La Vida, kicking off our second hour. This is some nice good news today and I had spotted a Facebook post about this oh about maybe a week or so ago on this but it is the um, Drogheda Dolls that people will know and I've mentioned them a couple of times on this programme. They are an online community that fundraise, offer support to women. They do so many amazing things. I mean I'd be here all day listening to the amount of things that they do. But Natalie Kelly who is the founder of this and she runs the the page um, she came up with this idea of having somewhere to meet in person because until now, the majority of the stuff that happens at the Draw the Dolls, it's all through the Facebook page with, you know, exceptions of maybe a smaller group meeting, you know, when they're doing the voluntary work or, you know, they, they organised uh, before the pandemic, they organised little meetups and gatherings and things like that. But this is bigger. This is going to be huge. So they had uh, set a plan to set up a physical base for the members. And of course, they had to fundraise for this. They have reached €10,000, which was their fundraising target in pretty much just over a week. I mean, amazing, amazing stuff. So this is going to be used to cover the cost of rents, the rates, the insurance, electricity, all that kind of thing for the doll's house, house which I love. They've called it a doll's house. And um, they're hoping that the new premises is going to open by the end of July. I mean, for something that was, you know, started off as this, you know, monumentally huge task that to come up with. And literally just in over a week or so that this, you know, is becoming quite possibly a reality quite sooner than they thought is a credit to the dolls. It really is. And to all of the people that support them and fundraised for it. So very exciting news to come in regards to the Draw the Dolls House and I'm delighted to bring that little bit of good news on the programme today. Now, let's get back to the celebrities and what they're up to in the buzz. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art, rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms, wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. Hi, I'm Louise. 
Sean Bean and Jodie Comer were named Best Actor and Actress at last night's TV BAFTAs. Awards also went to The Missing Children, Motherland, Gogglebox and Coronation Street. But Channel 4's It's a Sin, which led nominations, went home empty-handed. The show follows the lives of five gay men during the 80s AIDS epidemic and star Ollie Alexander says it's not just those who've lived through the crisis that have shown their appreciation. There's still a lot of stigma and misunderstanding around HIV and today, still today, you know, but lots of people have no idea that this is what happened in the 80s you know so I had lots of younger people say to me wow this is the first time I've learned about this and that was really like wow my gosh this is incredible Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas have revealed their daughter spent more than 100 days in an intensive care unit after she was born in January. The Hollywood couple have shared a picture of their baby girl on Instagram. She was born via a surrogate. They haven't yet revealed her name, referring her to MM in the posts. Ryan Reynolds teamed up with his mom to craft a tasty new cocktail in celebration of Mother's Day in the US. While the Deadpool star demonstrates the recipe, his mom shares some passive-aggressive pointers to show him where he's getting things wrong. Three-quarters of a cup of lemon juice and three-quarters of a cup of sweet, sweet vermouth. Is that how you want to do it, sweetheart? Sweet. As this chills for an hour, you'll want to spend that time reflecting on everything your mom has done for you over the years. I don't see any coasters. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. <laughs> the Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant Bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. A little earlier on, we were talking about the fact that today is a National Memorial Day to Lost Socks. We're all about the important issues on this programme, you know what I mean? So you're getting in touch with me about where do the lost socks go? <laughs> on 0861800658. Cindy says that apparently. Dogs sometimes eat socks. She says uh, she saw it on television, a vet taking one out of a dog. Seriously? I'd know that they would chew it maybe and stuff, but they would actually swallow the whole thing down. She says, sockaholic, she says, is the disorder. Love it, love it. Um, Somebody else saying, you can buy a net bag for your socks in the washing machine. What genius came up with that idea? No more lost socks. It's in Home Store and more, says K. O'Brien and R.D. That is pretty genius because, you know, there's one task. Now, well, there's plenty of tasks, but this task particularly that I absolutely detest doing when it comes to the, you know, the the washing and ironing and all that kind of stuff, pairing the socks. This is why I always give it to my children to do. And halfway through the task, it's like, ma'am, there's about 15 socks, no pairs. Okay, so this is the solution. No more lost socks, the net bag. And definitely, like, uh, I would imagine if it's being a net bag, it's probably like small holes. So, you know, there's no chance of the socks escaping. Thank you so much for that on 086 658. There's the Eurythmics Sweet Dreams on LMFM's 11 to 1. Hot flushes, mood swings, memory lapses, weight gain. It can only be the menopause. But we're going to be talking about this in a sort of more fun, comedic way because Menopause the Musical 2, yeah, it's a sequel. It's coming to the TLT in Drogheda on May 15th. I'm going to be uh, joined by uh, the wonderful Chrissy Rock. She's one of the stars of the show. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. 
Hot flushes, mood swings, memory lapses, weight gain. These are a few of our favourite menopausal things. Cruising through menopause, it's a hilarious, heartfelt, reassuring and unflinching look at the joys of menopause and friendship. And it's following on from the smash hit success of Menopause the Musical. And this is the second one. So it's going to cruise through hit uh, theatres nationwide, including Drada's TLT on May 15th. Now, this show features an all-star cast, including my next guest, who is so well known and loved. She's an award-winning actress, stand-up comedian and best-selling author. And her most notable role is as the hilarious loudmouth manager, Janie York in Benidorm, which we love. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by the wonderful Chrissy Rock. How are you doing, Chrissy? Oh, I'm doing fabulous. We're having a ball here. You'd think we were on holiday and not working. (laughs) (laughs) I'm delighted that you're having so much fun in Ireland. I know this show has uh, made it over to this side of the pond. Uh, Now, before I chat all things menopause, I have to tell you, I'm a big fan of movies and a big fan of Ken Loach. And I thought you were just incredible in Lady Bird. It's a movie from 1994. Now, like a lot of Ken Loach movies, this is quite a grim role, I would imagine. Quite a tough one to take on, Chrissy. Yeah, but to me it wasn't. It was just, you know, for me it got rid of a lot of ghosts for me and it was just brilliant. I remember the first day film and then I said to him, because I wasn't an actress, if he wanted to get rid of me, he could and I wouldn't feel bad. (laughs) But he went, no. But it was, to work with Ken Loach was amazing. It was like someone saying, I want to walk you across this plank with a big fall underneath you but I'll hold your hand and I'll get you across oh amazing and that's what I did I trusted him if people haven't and seen this it's everything it's, yeah it's it, you know what if people haven't seen it it's from 1994 and it is just a really amazing movie and you give a powerhouse performance no wonder you won awards all over the place for that role absolutely brilliant had to mention oh, that, that when, unbelievable. I, when I had you on but this role in Menopause the musical too couldn't be more different let me tell you this is dealing with the and trials yeah. and tribulations of the menopause but in a lighter more comedic way isn't it Oh, yeah. Well, it's a musical, and I've shocked myself because I'm not a singer. And when you think Nicky French was in Eurovision Song Contest, Susie Fennick was in all the West End musicals, and Rebecca Wheatley is a fabulous singer. And I'm thinking, you know, I can't even sing in the bath. <laughs> and I had two lessons, I had two lessons, and I thought, wow, you know. And then the, the woman went to. When when I was doing the warm up, she you put your hand on your under your your, your, your breastbone, and she said, "That's where you die, flowers." <laughs> <laughs> I went, "I found me die." <laughs> it took me sixty three years, and I found me die. <laughs> And this is this is part of it, you see. You know, you're taking on new challenges. You know, even at this stage in your career, which I love, I really do. But tell us, tell us a little bit about the plot of this now, because people will know the first one. You know, it centres on um, these friends, and they it's the start of their menopausal journey. But this is kind of five years later, isn't it? Yeah, and then um, I mean. I can't speak for the first one because I've never seen the first one. But the, the second one was five years away um, ahead, and um, you know, soap star has got this money from this advert for uh, disposable washable nickels. <laughs> <laughs> so she took us all on this cruise, 
And then you've got housewife who, who brings her husband fascists with her and because uh, she can't bring herself to get rid of them. And uh, you've got um, power woman who's, who's worked all her life and then all of a sudden she's become invisible to her son. And, you know, so it's all the things and, you know, where's my glasses that are on my head? Yeah. Where's my car keys? And all this and I'm roasting and... You know, it's all the things that are going on. Well, do they happen in real life? Well, this is part of it, absolutely. And you know, over the weekend, yeah. I was chatting to a friend of mine, and um, she went to her doctor, yeah. who's female, by the way, uh, with suspected yeah. kind of peri- perimenopausal symptoms. And she said, "I didn't feel heard. I didn't feel like anything would be done." This is such a common thing, isn't it, with women? Yeah, I know. It's so you know, get over it. Mm. So you're having a flush. You get palpitations. You don't know what you're talking about. You walk, you're talking and then all of a sudden you go, what was I saying there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you realise you're not, you're not alone because when it's happening, you know, in, in the monologue I do towards the end, I say, and I felt, he didn't understand why he would he? And I felt so alone. Because nobody talks about it. Yeah. So I thought it was only happening to just me. And this so, was your... And then you don't... This is my bit, the end bit yeah. of my monologue. That's what I say. And then you realise that you're not on your own. You know, and now you, you, you put the telly on and it's saying, oh, it's your hormones messing with your hair. Try this shampoo. <laughs> you know, we were all burnt at the stage. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is this is it, and it's like it's almost kind of you know I know, and with this show we can laugh about it, and it's it's kind of this shared experience, you know, uh, with regards to this. And you know, comedy is a great way of bringing taboo things like menopause out into the into the forum. And but do you think things are changing for women? Is there more conversation around it? Are things kind of moving in a positive way? I think so, because now they're making it more aware in the workplace. Because all these women are suffering, thinking that anxiety, they've got anxiety, and they've never, you know, these are level-headed women, all of a sudden, crumbling into this babbling mess. Mm. And they're wondering what's happening to themselves. And then you think, I can't remember, am I getting dementia, am I getting Alzheimer's? No, you know, you just, your brain, you're talking and you're going, I forgot, what yeah. was I saying? And you don't realise how common it is, you know. And then because it's becoming more aware, now there's women being able to have time off work because they've got anxiety. And the anxiety is due to the the menopause. Not that they're losing the plot because they've got some chemical imbalance in Mm. them. It's just that, you know, your body's changing, you feel old, you feel worthless, you feel where's my life gone? And you have all these stupid things and you think, oh, no, I'm only 40 odd, I'm only 50. Yeah. You know, I'm only, I'm only 60, I'm young at all. Well, this and is it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but, but it's being recognised as well. Yeah, and I do think that that's a, a massively positive step in the right direction. And I know, yeah. particularly in the past twelve months, over this side of 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 the you know in Ireland, like we've been, yeah. there's been radio programs talking about it. There's it's been in the news. There's been a, steps towards things getting yeah. done, which is which is great. Um, but you know this this show is getting rave reviews all over the place. You must be delighted. Audiences are just loving this. Oh, I know, and it's so nice when 
you know, at the end, we <coughs> think uh, that's what friends are for, and everyone's yeah. swaying, and people are crying in the audience. And yeah. you've got us all crying, and they're like, oh no, it's dead emotional. I can and then Im- you go, oh, there's a man in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, and you know, I'm one of those people that has just like, I cry at the drop of a hat. I just cry at everything. So yeah, I'll definitely be, be weeping in the aisles. Um, now, before I let you go, Chrissy, right, because you're you're such a, a big celebrity to have now on this show, right? I have oh, to ask you my you. silly questions. Are you up for this now? Sinead asks celebrity yeah, silly yeah, questions. Yeah. Okay, okay, here we go. What's in your pockets right now? Me, um, a lighter and me um, room key. <laughs> your room key. Handy. Keep it in the one place. Uh, who's the last person that you texted? Um, me husband from downstairs to upstairs to say, we've only got that coke if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? Uh, I love pineapple on a pizza, but unfortunately I can't eat it now because when I broke my jaw, I lost my bottom teeth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what song would have you running to the dance floor? Oh, everyone. Uber it's been Galway Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, the Ed Sheeran one, the real one. <laughs> the real one, the real one. Uh, who's your secret celebrity crush? Uh, who's my secret? Um, Mark Benton. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I, I, where did that come from now? Come on, that's a bit of a random one. I know because he's just lovely. I just love him, everything he does. And I, I really loved him. Do you know what I mean? And, and he came to see the show. With Bill Fellows, I was nearly fainted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Um, said that, oh, don't you look better looking in real life than on the telly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. That's brilliant. And if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? Me, I'd just smile and be happy until Aww. it went. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You'd be happy going. Chrissy, it's been the so- thing is, I'm open. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write another autobiography oh, because it's ten years since the last one. I'm going to call it Stay Time Lucky." Oh, very good. Okay. Not to do with gambling. Yeah, I'm going to write another autobiography because everyone goes, "What's happened with you like since?" Yes, yeah. right So I'm going to do that. And judging, I, I would imagine, judging from the life that you've led, there's plenty of pages to fill. So the best of luck with that oh, one. Absolutely. <laughs> but it, it's been such a real pleasure chatting to you. Continued success with Menopause the Musical too. Thank you so, oh, so much for joining you. me. Oh, Thanks a million. Bye, 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 bye. Chrissy Rock there. Oh, she's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. Menopause the Musical 2. It's going to be coming to the TLT on May 15th. You can get all the details on the TLT.ie. 11 to 1. Getting back to some of your messages on 086-1800-658. Earlier on in the programme, we were chatting a bit about mental health and um, it is, you know, Mental Health Awareness Week this week. And um, this uh, we were talking about the importance of reaching out and speaking to people. And we also had So Sad on the programme, chatting about a great day uh, on May 22nd for ladies only in Ardgillen Castle. So this person has reached out. Thank you so much. 
Hi, I'm not giving my name, but I just wanted to say that So Sad Ireland are amazing. These people saved my life and are an amazing group that don't get the recognition they deserve. They solely depend on fundraising and people are great that raise funds for So Sad. They really are. And this is this is part of it, you know, uh, not only are they on hand to provide services like, you know, they have done for this particular person. But, you know, it's just kind of we need to be able to support them when when we can and any little bit any little small bit that we can afford donated to them just makes a huge huge difference it really does and they just they are completely dependent on our generosity so so important to reach out to them and just a reminder if you missed it earlier on um, that day for Ladies Only it's a Ladies Only event in Ardgillen May 22nd all the details can be found on Eventbrite if you just Google Ardgillen Castle and So Sad on Eventbrite you'll get it or if you want to go on to sosadireland.ie you'll find more information there and on their Facebook page as well and you know I, I do think we were talking there to Chrissy, and we were having a bit of crack with Chrissy Rock there about menopause and you know the trials and tribulations and of course it is a comedy show that's coming to the TLT and it will be a brilliant night out but just this idea of because this is ties in as well to mental health issues that women who are going through perimenopause and menopause feel that they're not being listened to and they're not being heard and they're not, you know, getting support from the medical professionals out there a lot of the time. And, uh, you know, this idea that it's taboo as well, they feel like they can't speak about it. And then, of course, when they do, you know, finally speak up about it, that it's sort of, you know, get on with it and, and, and you know, stop moping about and whatever. This is the kind of attitude with regards to this. So this all has a huge impact on people's mental health. Um. So, you know, do like I, the first port of call always has to be the GP. It does with regards to all of these things, whether it's a mental health issue or when whether you're going through issues for menopause has to be the GP. And then after that, there are other supports. There are other supports, supports out there. Like we spoke to um, Menopause Ireland. You know, they've got a great Facebook page for people. They are fantastic. They have loads of information up there. They're a great support system for people. So that's a great port of call to go to. And, you know, if it is general mental health issues, organisations like Pieta House, So Sad, Samaritans, all these people are just there at the end of the phone, only too happy and willing to take a call from somebody that is in need. So, you know, the key thing is with all of this, don't be alone in it. Do reach out. Uh, you know, and it, it's, it's so, so important. It really is. 11 to 1. Normally when I come across a study it's nonsensical and just a bit of crack but for once I actually have come across something decent and it's to do with mental health so it's kind of tying in with the theme of the show today and it's something that I do a lot of and I'd highly recommend it. It's taking a break from social media. So this research discovered that taking a break from social media for as little as a week can reduce depression and anxiety. Um, So people who took a break from TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for seven days reported an increased sense of well being and this is a study by the University of Bath. So they split, uh, the researchers split a sample of 154 people and they were in the age range from about 18 to 72 and they split them into two groups. One was banned from social media, the other was not. So on average, participants use social media for about eight hours a week. Uh, they were quizzed kind of on their baseline levels of anxiety and depression and sense of well-being using three different tests. So they were asked to rate their agreement with statements such as I've been feeling optimistic about the future uh, or things like I've been thinking clearly uh, to sort of we- to measure their well-being. So uh, they were asked things as well, like, you know, how often during the past two weeks were you bothered um, by little or had little interest in doing things? Uh, so this was kind of all 
part of the general anxiety disorder scale that they were using. And um, they basically saw, so the people who took a one week break saw their well-being climb from an average of 46 to 5593 which is really interesting. Uh, levels of depression in this group dropped from 7.46 to 4.84. That's quite massive. Uh, while in anxiety issues, they fell from 6.92 to 5.94 on the scale. Really, really interesting. So the lead author on this, Je- uh, Dr. Jeff Lambert, uh, he said uh, the changes represented a moderate improvement to depression and well-being and a small improvement in anxiety. I don't know. I'm looking at that going, that's quite a jump from 7.46 to, to 4.84. Uh, he says um, many people reported positive effects being off social media and less, less anxious, uh, which is really interesting. And I know like we're, you know, look, it's part of our world. You know what I mean? Social media, being online. A lot of some people aren't on it. Fair play. A lot of people kind of are on it, you know, day to day to kind of, you know, connect with people maybe and keep abreast of things that's going on or just you know scroll through. And I, I'll put my hands up. I am one of those people who will be scrolling, 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 scrolling. I'm not even looking. I don't even know what I'm looking at half the time. You know, it's a habit. It is a habit. So consciously at the weekend, a lot of the time, I will put it down. And have that, you know, free. Now, I'll, I'm only human. So here and there, you might see little bits here and there. But I try and kind of go, OK, I might post and then I'll leave it and I won't kind of keep mindlessly scrolling. So good tips, you know, for people if you're trying to kind of look after yourself. Highly recommend putting the phone away for a little while could do the world a good. And we now have the research to back it up. So there you go. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for all of your messages and for all of the guests who contributed to the show. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.